six o'clock. It's Monday, and it's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. FM in SF. I'm your host Pam Benjamin. We are going to get through a lovely list of comedians today. Some of them are going to get comments. Some of them aren't. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to give people comments, make sure you're real pointed and say what you like, what you don't like, etc. I'll try to make that a nice compliment sandwich. You have a nice toasted brioche bun on top, put the shit in the middle, and maybe a little mayonnaise. Uh, we have, it's sausage tonight. There's a sausage party up front. All of them are chicken and uh, pork. Some of them are bratwurst. Some of them are chicken, different flavors. Good luck. It's kind of like a grab bag. Uh, I'm going to be in and out on the grill. And uh, everybody be a kind, wonderful audience to each other because that's what we're here for today. Thanks for your supportive donation, 2 to $5 to Mutiny Radio. That's kind of why I made the sausages, to thank you for supporting the station and um, because I have food stamps that's the only way I can afford to do it so <laughs> that's how I'm gonna work that out uh, your first comedian uh, a stalwart here at Mutiny Radio super participant great guy he's here all the time so supportive so wonderful so funny growing so much as a comedian put your hands together everybody for Ajay Damodaran yay thank you alright uh, hi guys are you uh, I've taken a little bit of a break, so this is going to be rough, but let's get through it. Um, I was, uh, not to brag, but I was, uh, I was, I was seeing a lady recently and, uh, we went back, we went back to her place and we were making out on the couch. Right. And it was going really well. And I, right before we started to hook up, I like tipped over a drink with my like foot and it spilled all over the place. And that like really killed the vibe. Right. Yeah. Cause like, I, I, I don't know why, because, like, I, I just, I was like, damn, we can't cry over spilled drinks, right? Like, that's what my dad always said. Yeah. And then she just, like, for some reason, she was, like, really not into that. Um, but, yeah, it made me feel like an Olympic diver. I don't know. Yeah, because, like, if I just tucked my leg in, we could have been in for a clean entry. But, you know, belly flop. That's dumb. Uh... It would have been, it's all it's also okay that we didn't hook up because like her her dog trashed her apartment before we got back to her place so it was really hard to talk dirty it would have been really hard to talk, talk dirty to her right because like i don't know if you guys have ever talked dirty to somebody in a dirty apartment it's very difficult yeah she would have been like hey call me a slut and i've been like you are surrounded by kibble and trader joe's bags right now i feel like i feel like being mean is a bad idea right now we cleaned this shit up. Yeah, she been like if she wanted to get kinky, right? If she'd been like like slap me, I'd have been like, should I use like a collapsed Amazon box or some shit? Like, what what are we doing here? All right, there's something there. Maybe not. Who knows? It's the joke workshop. I'm just gonna say that anytime a joke bombs. All right, here we go. Uh, one of my one of my friends is really into sexual liberation, and I think that's really cool. Like, she's very much about like. Like against slut shaming and like just basically just fuck who we want to fuck, which is it's a, that's a nice that's a positive thing. But she also only has sex with like really pasty like brunette white dudes, which like do your thing because like I also hate Ticketmaster, right? Like I hate when Ticketmaster's like pick a pick a new passport password that's like unique and like not like any of your other old passwords. I'm like fuck you, Ticketmaster. I, I gotta type. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's also funny that she like. She's like fucking basically gothic vampires and she's like, we are the future of sex. Like, it looks like you're fucking the past, but okay. I don't know. That's, that's fun. Um, 
you're gonna do i'm gonna squeeze in one cancer joke because fucking why not uh just fun fact about me i am a cancer survivor but uh one thing i'm not gonna talk about cancer but one thing that i was i was not like aware of was that like once you get cancer you're at higher susceptibility of getting it again right like to relapse so because like i thought like after i was like i thought it was like a one and done but like the, my doctor was like yeah you can't drink you can't smoke and you should not eat red meat and i was like okay like 14 year old me was like okay so be a loser like i, I was doing that already Can we just toss in no sex i mean i, feel, I don't feel safe enough okay there's something there maybe not um last joke last joke uh i like big women like i'm a fan of large females but i feel like they don't like me because look at me i'm like kind of a frail dude right because there's that saying big is beautiful right but there's no like there's no equipment for men there's no like weak is wonderful <laughs> right like the last big girl i went on a date with like saw me stub my toe and like start weeping like i would have stabbed her if she was like dude you're you're you a warrior okay weak is warrior i would have been like come on kill me now all right you guys have been fun have a nice night is warrior a jd yay i want to hear more about cancer i want to hear more about cancer okay oh, it's just uh, that interests me very much what might interest you are the many many sausages on the days and um also i'm going to be getting some from outside some more they're all chicken and pork good luck uh figuring out which is which your next comedian i know it's going to be fun uh, your next comedian, Little Jared, isn't here yet, but you know who is. Big, tall, drink of water, Ray Khan, everyone! Yay! Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Pam. Monday, what's up? How's everybody doing? Cool? Back after a little COVID stink. Sorry about that. Things are good. Happy to be here. Grew up with cheap parents. Everybody grew up with cheap parents? I had cheap parents. Yeah, I had cheap parents, too. Yeah, sucks. Hard to, hard to reverse the training of having cheap parents, right? You gotta, I got to fight all the urges to be cheap. It takes every ounce of me not to pull over on the side of the freeway and pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, you know the one, right? Yeah. yeah. For the low, low price of reversing one half mile down the freeway, that cracked with rattan footstool is all mine. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, listen, um, I used to take naps as a kid. You, uh, who took naps as a kid? Naps all the time, loved them, man. I'd be, it'd be 20 minutes, wake up fresh as a daisy. What the hell happened to that? Huh? That does not happen anymore. I'm too old for naps, Pam. It is not cool. No way. Now I just straight sleep. <laughs> when I sleep now, I wake up. I have no idea what time it is. I just, I'm so disoriented. I'm not too sure if it's AM, PM, or post-apocalyptic times. No. Did I just sleep through the Armageddon? Maybe. Maybe. Soon, one day I'm going to wake up from a nap, and one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse is going to be poking me with a stick. Hello? Hello? End of the world much? No? We're trying to do a thing here. All right. I hate that joke, too. Cool. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know when you wake up from a nap, and sometimes you don't know where you are? You have no idea where you are? Well, now I wake from a nap, I don't know what I am. I have no idea. Animal, vegetable, mineral, somebody throw me a bone, huh? Yeah, still human? Jackpot, baby. Survived another nap. <laughs> All right, anyways, I bought a Craigslist. I bought a fridge off of Craigslist. Anybody buy things off of Craigslist? I love it, man. I love buying things off of Craigslist. It is awesome. The guy selling me the fridge asked me, he said, hey, man, 
Do you like rock and roll, man? A long man. I said, well, I'm just looking for a box to keep my butter cold. But yeah, whatever, I'll bite. I like rock and roll. He goes, well, man, what's cool about this fridge, man, is that it used to belong to the manager of Big Brother and the holding company, man. You know, the band that used to play with Janis Joplin, man. I was like, cool, that's three degrees of three degrees from Bobby McGee. Yeah, now whenever I have a have to buy a kitchen item off of Craigslist, it's important to me that the object has rock and roll provenance. Yeah, I am completely spoiled. I recently scored a can opener that belonged to Ed Sheeran and an oven that belonged to Van Morrison. Yeah, yeah. So if you come over and I want you want to make me dinner. I can make you a maybe a fa la 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 lasagna anytime you want, anytime you want. <laughs> All right, listen, I was at the gym the other day and I was talking to this girl and I said, Where are you from? And she said, Oh, I'm Persian. You guys know Persian? You guys, you know where, anybody know where Persian from? You do because you're older. You, yeah, yeah, right. That's Irani, yeah. We can do that. We can just say we're from countries from your. That's cool. Persian doesn't exist anymore. That's not cool. I can just stretch like that. Hey, Ian, ask me where I'm from. I'm from Babylonia, bitches. Yeah, I'm Babylonian. We had gardens and shit. It was awesome. I love to ask me where I'm from. Mesopotamia. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. You don't mess with Mesopotamia. All right, Aaron, where am I from? I'm from Pangea. Hell yeah. You know, where land is connected to shit. Anyways, that's my time. I appreciate it. Happy Monday, guys. No comments needed. Yay, Raycon. Yay. I have no idea who Ed Sheeran is. I'm sorry. Oh, you're old. I'm old, but is that a young person? Yeah, younger. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like older. I was going to be like, ooh, like from back in the day or whatever. Um, thank you so much. Um, in you. the fills, everyone should know. Uh, clap again for Raycon. Yay. Um, yay. What we're listening to in the fills today is uh, the new solo album from Guinevere Q. No big fucking deal. It's called I Heard What the Sun. And she's also a part of a band called The Wyatt Act and also a band called Sunk. And she's amazing. And uh, that's just what we're listening to in the fills. Just wanted to let you know. All right, your next comedian had a great set last night at Grant and Green. The guy with the black eyes specifically said at the end, he's like, that kid, that young, the short, the tiny kid, the kid with the hat, the tiny guy. He was like, he was, he was funny. Tell him, you got to make sure you tell him. I was like, all right, black eye guy. Uh, and he wouldn't tell us how he got the black. He said it was a, a box fell on his face. And I'm like, sure, like a boxing glove. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared Senna. Yay. Give it up for me. All right, uh, lost my virginity, everybody. Yeah, I'm 23, I'm a little late to the game, but I finally built up the courage to go to Tijuana. Um, uh, it was totally unexpected, I didn't plan it at all, but uh, long story short, at the end of the night, I forgot where my passport was, and I needed to get past the guards at the border somehow. That was my first joke. Okay. Um, I'm from San Diego. Um, in my hometown, uh, I left a lot of things back in my hometown. Like, I had a pug. And this thing's like the cutest thing ever. It's like, this thing was like my sidekick. It was amazing how much this thing was like me. Like, this thing is almost like my spirit animal. 
Like, and I'm not just saying that because of the physical resemblance I bear to a pug. Uh, I say that I'm alike to a pug because uh, well, we both have trouble breathing. Pugs have pre-existing conditions. I have allergies. Uh, two, we both have hip dysplasia. Uh, his hip, one hip is genetically uh, bigger than the others because of his genetics. And I have hip dysplasia because I got hit by a car once. Um, and three, we both enjoy pissing all over my parents' house uh, when no one watches us. Um, he need, uh, he does it because he needs to leave his scent in order to attract mates, and I do it because my sister keeps hogging the fucking bathroom. Right. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Um, no, but uh, being from San Diego, I had to leave because it was really hot out there. Like, I'm actually white. I've just been barbecued Filipino. Yeah, so I uh, left uh, hot San Diego and came to San Francisco. Uh, instead of a lot of hot weather, it's just homeless people and electric scooters. Um, I feel really bad seeing the homeless around here. Like, not just because like I have to see see it all the time when I walk from work, but also because I also try hard not to not to look at him because I do have a dollar and I don't want to give it to him. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I guess I'll end it at this, um, I, uh, uh, my, my, being, being in San Francisco, uh, hasn't been all that great, I actually been fired, um, it sucks, but you know what, I feel good about it, someone needed to tell that 12 year old I was tutoring to shut the fuck up, um, uh, some people say, like, I'm too tough on kids. Fuck children, all right? Does anyone have kids? Woo! Fuck your kids. <laughs> okay. Why do I have to be the bigger person? Because they're younger than me? First off, most children are already fucking bigger than me. Like, guys, I'm small. If I was a car, I'd be a Hot Wheel. Um, children smaller than me... 12-year-old children are not going to respect adults smaller than him. No, they're not. So you know what I did? I yelled at him. I yelled at him at his fucking face. I got up on my tippy toes, and I yelled at him at his fucking face. All right, you guys have been the best crowd ever. Give it up for yourselves, and give it up for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Yay for Jared Senna. You guys are like, you all have your judgy eyes on. Everyone go get a sausage or something. The ones on top are hot, and some of them are chicken, and some of them are pork. And, um, okay, so the next two comedians we're giving comments to, so you want to pay extra close attention. Maybe get out your notepad. I'm sorry I'm being so distracting with the hot dogs, but I'm almost done, and then the coals will burn out, and everything will be fine, and it's like the last batch, and then you can eat them all. There's also potato salad up there that I made, if anybody likes potato salad. Okay. Uh, your next comedian, take notes and pay attention Everybody's super exciting that he's here. Put your hands together for Devontre Coleman. Yay! Thank you. What's up with y'all? I, uh, I didn't know I was next, but I was thinking, Pam, we're kind of the same. 
you make these sausages and you said bring your own bread. That's what I tell women when we go on dates. I uh how would y'all feel if like you had to buy a plane ticket and go travel with someone you knew for like two years and you barely ever had a meaningful conversation? Sounds strange, right? Why the fuck do people travel with their kids? Like you barely know them. Like, how do you actually know you love this person? They've never actually said a real sentence to you. Like my sister, she bought my nephew a plane ticket to LAX. They're coming out here. He's not gonna remember ever being to LA. And she's all, well, when you love someone, you'll spend that money. I fuck with him, but like, he could switch up on me at any moment. But I do wish, like I like, I like my nephew a lot, I just wish he was born like years before, like earlier. Cause as I get older, I'm getting less athletic mentally and physically. He'll never see me in my prime. Like I had to climb a fence the other day. When's the last time y'all climbed a fence? It wasn't a rigid one. It was one that like wobbles when you get on top of it. And I'm so like out of shape. When I got to the top, I laid on it and rolled off. And so nobody can say anything. I just took off running, hit the corner. Like it's so bad mentally that I was in the park. I don't, I don't know what park it is. It's up by like North Beach or whatever. And these kids were playing with a soccer ball and they kicked it to me. And I had to kick it back. And my heart started racing. Cause what if I don't got the aim anymore? What if I can't kick it and it make the whole 20 feet? What if it fucked my shoes up? It's getting so bad. I don't even have dreams about being athletic anymore. I can't remember the last time I ran or jumped in a dream. I just sit down like Professor X. I have no clue what Professor X's superpowers are, by the way. I just know walking is not one of them. I've been thinking lately about like, you know how you have the, you have the conversations like if you could be, if you have any superpower, what would it be? I don't really know what superpower I would choose. But I know the worst one is invisibility. If you have a friend and you ask them that question and they say they want to be invisible, your friend is a freak. For invisibility to work, they got to get butt ass naked. And then all they can do is be places they shouldn't be anyway. Actually, I lied. I do know what power I would have. Forgetting on demand. I have made some very terrible decisions and I would like to not have PTSD. Thank you, that's my time. Devontre Coleman, and now we have notes. This is um, really impressive because I know that you're super new and you keep bringing out new material, which is really wonderful and impressive. Yay! You're writing and trying different things. So you have a lot of like natural gifts that have to do with comedy in that you have like, um, you have a commanding presence on stage and you're very confident. And, and you're well, yeah, and, you have, and your shoes are, are crisp. But you have a specific cadence and rhythm that you do, which are great. And it's like you go, dun, 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 dun. Anyways, I was like, you have a thing you do. It's, it's the cadence of where it's going. And the rhythm of that is great. But you might want to switch up like the tone of your voice so that it, you're hitting, 
Yeah, there you go. It's and it's the tone of your voice, like the rhythm of it, and then like how the words are coming out with their like staccato ness or their almost like iambic pentameter is like bum 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 bum. But yours is a little different, right? But you do it, you're like bum 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 bum. Like you do the same thing, but just the tone becomes a little monotonous. So I just change like the, the color of your voice, if that makes sense. Not color like black or white or anything, but like like your voice is like. Um, you know, it's like a tone, and then you want it sort of. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, it's I'm 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 off. I I don't know how to explain it, but but you're you're but you're there. Okay, someone else talk. I like the invisible joke. No, I'm just kidding. I, I got something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say something about it. Um, I like it. I think you should expand upon it more. Like. Where are they invisible? Like, where all the places they should be. Oh, I oh. see, I see. Yeah, that's that's funny. But yeah, that's all I was gonna say. So, what are the, some of the places that you're gonna mention, like junior high? But you don't want to be gross and be like junior high girls swim class, like. But that's no, super I'm creepy. Not, or I'm whatever. Not into, like locker rooms, but like. Sure. Like you can't rob a bank because the money's not involved. Oh, all good you, point. All you can do is be a freak, like go to bathhouses. Sure, 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 sure. Right, exactly. And a bathhouse too because it's age appropriate. Unless you want to mention that it's that it's anyway, it just yeah. Okay, AJ. Uh I was going to say something about the, the fence one. Cuz like I think that's like a good like like you asking the audience like have you guys ever like cuz for all adults it's like this is not an activity. You, I did ask Tom to yeah, exactly. Yeah, what I was going to say is you you build on that like you could like fuck around with it as like, that's a, that's a fun fun little like premise to throw out. And then the the invisibility thing. I thought you were gonna say like, like a really like uh, like I was gonna go. I thought you were gonna the opposite direction with not not a super freaky place, just a regular place, but like somebody just butt ass naked. Like I thought you were gonna be like the street, like cause just a naked person just walking down the street, but nobody knows. The frozen just, food aisle at Whole Foods. Yeah, they just have something. their meat yeah. out or something, and it's just like you're around children or just people. It's a it's a very. But you're, it's okay for you to be there, but you're, all right, whatever. I'm when just rambling now. When you're writing, there's a thing they call it CSD, concrete specific details. And so the more concrete specific details you have, like, because that's what a premise is. You're like, I'm naked, where, but then where are the naked places? And when you have an economy of words and you just put those together and they're concrete and it creates an image in people's heads, like, and especially if it's a funny image, yay! Um, any other comments? Uh, just to build off the fence, so just to build off the fence comment. Nice job. I think you can expand. Like, I was playing Foursquare and you know, teach, to playing new rules. You were like, let's. I tried to connect with him. Let's play Madden, and he's busting out Roblox. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, just other things that kids his age would do that you don't do, and you build some punches in there. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Devontre Coleman Yang. <laughs> Your next comedian also gets comments. So same thing. That was good, everybody. You did a good job. Uh, be specific. And uh, here's your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Aaron Sampson. So my mom, uh, she's on social media. She doesn't really know how to use it so well. Like um, I posted on my Facebook wall a question. I said, can you throw your eggshells in the garbage disposal? Because I was trying to mine you know, mind answer this. And I get a call from my mom 
And she says, I got your email. I'm like, what email, mom? She's like, you can't do that, the eggshells. I'm like, I didn't send an email, mom. That was a notification on my wall. It must be the, my wall must be the way your notifications are set up. She's like, well, I got it. And then, so every time someone posts, she's sending email. She's calling Kohl's and like, I got your sale on blouses. I don't wear blouses anymore. Like, calling Medicare. Like, I don't have Alzheimer. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's mom, mom's social media. Uh, I am in the minority here. I am married. So probably the only one looking around. Uh, hashtag blessed. Uh, I have three kids. My first two are girls and my third is a prick. And uh, my wife is actually best wife in the world, but she's a psycho. I'm a therapist. She's always <laughs> trying to psychotherapize me. She like brings up these terms that only psychotherapists know. Like I got pissed off about something. She says, you have the freedom to choose how you feel. I don't know if you guys have heard this. So I chose to smoke some pot. <laughs> And that didn't make me feel pretty good, let me tell you. But having like three kids whose mom is a therapist, they all become little mini psychotherapists, okay? Like my son Cooper, I got pissed off because he pissed all over the toilet seat. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you're projecting, dad. I'm like, I'm, that's not even the right use of the term, Cooper. And you're the one projecting all over the damn toilet seat. <laughs> He's like, this is violent communication. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> told my daughter, Sydney, I'm like, I'm stressed out. And uh, she prescribed me some Xanax. <laughs> Sent me a super bill. So that was good. That was, that was a win. Train them young. Um, so when you're married with kids, uh, money's a hot topic. Money's with the, with the wife, uh, not in any relationship, wife, husband. But um, my wife bought this like $300 pair of pants. And she's like, I'm like, what? She's like, this is an investment. I'm like, an investment? How is that an investment, honey? She's like, it's an investment because it makes me feel good about myself. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what investment means? I would like to invest in a blowjob, honey. She says, no, no, honey, we need to invest in something bigger than that. I'm like, oh, man, wah, wah, okay. I thought that was funnier at home. Uh, my wife is, uh, she needs a lot of sleep. How much, how much sleep do you need, need a night, man? 27 of them things? What does that mean? 27, 20, how, for real, how much, how much sleep do you need? Three or four, out, five out, wow, that's not very much. What about you? Six to eight, yeah, he just upped you by three or four hours, that's how much time, yeah. Yeah, my wife is a super light sleeper, all right, but anything that, I, if, I wait, if I breathe, she's like, pokes me in the middle of the night, she's like, I can hear you, I'm like, I'm so sorry, honey, so sorry, like, I don't drink water past seven o'clock, because God forbid I need to pee in the middle of the night, you know? I'm so dehydrated. Some people dream of flying. I dream of dying, okay? Like, shit. I, she, like, barricades me in with these blankets. If I try and roll over, she's like, you shall not pass! I'm not afraid to use a 25-year-old movie reference up here. Uh, but, uh, you know, hashtag blessed, married life. That's my time. Thank you so much. Yay! Aaron Sampson! Wow, Dan Lewis ran up to the mic. Very excited with comments. Uh, no, go ahead. I don't know. No, I don't care. Uh, I don't go ahead. You're mic. excited. You ran uh, up there. Yeah, no. Was that the uh, Holy Grail reference? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah no, the, the whole psychotherapist thing, is that, I've heard you do that joke for a while. Is that generally working for you? Uh, 
No, but the pun that you, the, the wordplay thing that oh. you do. For me, it's a little hokey. I think you can, you, I, mean, I mean, if you want to do something like that, I would say, like, my wife's a psychotherapist. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people just say therapist, but she's a fucking psycho. Do you know what I mean? Or something like, uh, instead of going like psycho and then wait right. and then it say therapist, it's got a kind of yeah. like uh, clunkiness to it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, anyway. Uh, uh, back on that, it is kind of a dad joke in a sense. You, you, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I would change it to like, yeah, it takes one to know a psycho. And what I did like, though, I really like your joke about your kids. I have two I have three kids, two daughter, two daughters, and the other one's a prick. I'd, I'd say, I'd say just uh, I'd say just uh, the timing was a little bit off, so I just say just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have you have um, intense energy, and I and I love it. And you also play with different levels. So like you're quiet at some points and then you have this like, blah, and then you bring it back down. So that's good because if you had that intensity the whole time, we'd be like all manic and it'd be crazy. But that you're using all those levels is really nice. And hey, you know, kudos trying to do crowd work in a room full of comedians, but you got to practice it somewhere and they're going to give you fucked up answers. Like 27, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I thought that was funny though. Um, but yeah, your act outs and your energy are just, I, I I think it's it's unique. Uh, I uh, I like the uh, the investment joke. That's funny. It's like I'm investing. I think you can you if you could do like a stock market comparison, you'd be like, I hear cocaine's down six points. I think we should invest in some of that. Right, Just because uh, I think you could. I mean, it was I like the blowjob one, investing in a blowjob, but it's kind of different because you're not you don't pay for the blow. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's like she's paying for the pants. Right. Right. That's so I think if you're like. I think we should invest in some cocaine. I think I, I like just some kind of comparison, right. like like yeah, through yeah. money. Yeah. Clap your hands wildly in a slappy like motion for Aaron Sampson! Yay! All right, uh, your next comedian did not request notes. We're just gonna pay attention and be super cool. There's um, still lots of sausages on the days. Um, and I, I, have, I have one bun for someone if someone wants one for bun. Because I, I want one for bun. All right, your next comedian, put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay! Uh, hello, my friends. How are we? Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Uh, kind of like a dream come true, yo. I mean, look at that. I haven't been to a sausage party in a long time. I mean, we need to find out which ones are pork, which ones are chicken. You want to help me out, anybody? Oh, my God. It's so exciting. Hmm? What'd you say? You've had five? Any, I mean, this is the only place where I've seen so many men willingly put sausages in their mouths like that. It's been, it's been turning me on. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It says I just turned 51, right? It's very exciting. So thank you. I've survived AIDS, COVID, and now this fucking monkeypox bullshit. Can't us faggots get a goddamn break? All we want to do is go out there and fuck like crazy. Oh my God, what are we gonna do? I mean, I have been I have sucked dick for so long that I probably swallowed some of your siblings. 
You're welcome. Your dad was great, by the way. He really was. He says hi. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I've sucked dick so long, and I think my first dating app was Pestle. Somebody got it. Yeah, I mean, old mortar pestle. Does anyone even know what a pestle is? Thank you. You should, and I should, because, you know, it's shape and everything like that. You know, the coldness, that sometimes I like to cook and just really, oh, okay, I'm sorry, talk, talking about <laughs> other things. And I've been sucking cock so long that it begs the existential question. How many miles of cock have I sucked? Right? Let's see, so, are there any other cocksuckers in the room? Yes, okay, yes, okay, okay. Now, guys, we're going to do some math. Okay, we're going to try to stick to real inches, not man inches, okay? All right, so let's start, like, so what, but six? Maybe, yeah, okay, so one up, one down, that's a foot, that's called a pass, right? So you add up enough of those, 5,480 feet in a mile, right? And I kept doing the math, and I got, oh, my God, I kept doing it. I got to 108,000 miles, which is a marathon, which is my last weekend. I mean, I have probably sucked so much cock, truly, that I've crossed country several times, been on many world tours. Anybody else? I mean, where do you think you've been? Have you at least gotten to, like, what, San Jose? You don't count? Really? Oh, wow. It's just faggots that do. I don't know. Is there anything, did anybody find anything wrong with sucking dick? Anybody here have a problem with that? I'm just wondering, you guys. No, you sure about that? Okay, good, because I've never heard a straight guy with his eyes closed go, please stop sucking my dick. I'm right, right? I mean, oh my God. Thank you. Well, speak to stay on theme. Um, it's summer, so I'm going to give you my dream of the voice camp that could have been, but never was. In Lake, put it in me, Wisconsin. And it goes something like this. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And please enjoy all of the sausage, including mine. Thank you. Pearson is so classy, he did not use a hot dog for an act out. Yeah. Very, very classy. Brady Pearson. Um, there's still a lot of sausages. Uh, and, and the sausage party keeps going on. Yeah, he's, I, I, yeah, I love your next comedian. He's so wonderful and supportive and, and funny, and he works so hard. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. Yay! <laughs> Hola, what's up everybody? Very low energy today, aren't we? I agree. Okay, uh, comedy time, what's going on? Let's hit it. Uh, put the energy on, Ian. Uh, I, I, uh, one of my least favorite things to do is going to the doctors. Does anybody have a good time going to the doctors? Anybody? No? Okay, I'm not gonna talk to you guys. Um, I hate going to the doctors. I, I never, I never, you never get what you want. It's always like a fucking, just a hassle. Like I'll go in, and I'll be like, I got this lump on my arm, 
And I walk out. They didn't help me at all. But then I find out I have like other issues. They're like, your sleep schedule's fucked up. You're not getting any vitamin D and you have gonorrhea. And I'm like, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> you have ointment at least and you got to pay for the ointment. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then you spend fucking 40 bucks. It's a waste of time. And then I learned that doctors, doctors basically their job is to just be very informed, but to guess. They're basically just guessing. They don't really know what they're saying. And they get paid thousands of dollars to do this. That's like, that doesn't seem really right to me, I feel like. I don't know, like, they, you don't see that in other professions. Like, if you go to a restaurant, <laughs> so stupid. You don't go to a restaurant, like, the, the waiter's like, based off that rash on your arm, I think you want the chicken curry. I think that's what we're going to do. But, um, hold for applause. But, yeah, that's, that shit's annoying because, uh, yeah, they, they just guess. They, they can guess, and that means that they can be wrong all the time, and they are wrong a lot of the time. You see those commercials? You ever see those commercials where it's, like, this guy, and he's like, I was told I would never walk again, and then I ended up winning three gold medals in the 100-yard dash. That's a very big change. He was told he would never walk again, and then he became an Olympic that's very, in that's extremely incorrect, and we just let these doctors get away with it. <laughs> I'm just trying to speak truth to power, okay? <laughs> that's some bullshit. Also, the other one I always hear is like, it's like they'll, they'll be interviewing like a 110-year-old like lady. They're like, he told me to stop drinking Dr. Pepper every day, and I outlived him. It's like they're very, they're, so, they're wrong all the time. I don't, we, I don't think any other profession is as forgiving to be as incorrect, you, right? NASA can't just be like, yeah, that asteroid is going to miss us by millions of miles, and then we all perish in a fire. Stand-up comedy. Um, I, am a gen, I am a Gen Z, Jed Z, and um, no. I am a Jed Z. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, uh, my parents are boomers, and um, my favorite thing to do with, with people that are of that generation is just to destroy their whole universe using the internet. Because this generation, let me sp speak to the young people, did you guys know that if someone told you something back then, you just believed it? They just operated like that for so long. So my, my dad my dad had this go-to party story about Phil Collins in the air tonight. You guys know that song? There's the, there was that theory going around that that song was based off Phil Collins being at summer camp, watching a kid drown, and the counselor not helping this kid. And the story goes that when Phil Collins wrote that song, he performed it, and he invited that camp counselor to sit in the front row, and he sang the song to the guy. This was like an urban legend, and my dad loves to bust it out. And one day I just looked it up, and I was like, it's wrong. And he goes, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? I don't have a punchline, but that is a true story, and um, I'm quitting. Okay, bye. <laughs> I can feel it. Don't quit. Uh, that was Ian Langlands, everyone. Yay! He's so wonderful and lovely and fantastic. Working on new material. I can't believe your parents are like... I always imagined me as your mom, but your mom's like actually my mom's age, which is weird. All right, your next comedian, 
Another funny guy working hard. Keeps coming back to Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together for Pranav on Beal. Yay! What's up, guys? So I've been uh, barely missing the bus a lot recently. Like, a lot. And it's like the one thing in my life that really just makes me, like, absolutely hate myself. Uh, I think you guys know what I'm talking about, where you're like, you're a little late to something, and you have to, you have to get to the bus on time. You're relying on public transit. And uh, you just see that bus just whoosh, right by you. And a part of you dies, you know? The, the, the better, more punctual version of you just fades into obscurity. And you're just slightly late to all the events afterwards in the next com coming uh, hours. And uh, you're just stuck in your little stupid, like, oafish body. And this is, this is why your life is the way that it is. And it's like why mom doesn't call back even. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pranav that made it on that bus. It's probably like doing like cool, sick, nasty shit. I don't know. Probably like high-fiving a homeless man, like being some people at chess on the bus. Who knows? And now every time, you know, I miss the bus, I'm just like, checkmate, fuck. Uh, I know I'm making, like, it's, I'm making a mountain of mole out, out of this because I know it's, just, it's a really small thing to be upset about. Uh, but I can't stop thinking about, like, you know, the butterfly effect. You know, as Ashton Kutcher said, you know, a butterfly can flap its wings on one side of the world and cause a tsunami on the other side of the world completely. But even that doesn't make sense because I don't know if you guys have talked to your local lepidologist recently. It's a scientist who studies moths and butterflies, but butterflies flap their wings just all the fucking time. They're just do they're doing it right now. And there's no tsunamis going on right now. But I can't stop thinking about the fact that, like, what if there's just a bunch of QAnon alt-right butterflies in Zimbabwe right now? Just like, come on, boys. We got this. Fuck big tech. Anyway, uh, so I've been taking the bus a lot recently. The reason for that is uh, I recently, uh, I can't walk or bike anymore. I herniated a disc in my spine. Uh, so I can, it hurts to, to exist, and I walk like an old man now. Uh, it's gotten so bad that I got on the bus last time, and an old pregnant woman took out her crutches and got up to let me have her seat. It's gotten so bad, I dropped a $20 bill on the ground, and it's just, it's still there. Um, and I, I've developed this theory that, like, I've, I've been thinking about my mortality all recently, and I think, like, everyone by the age of, like, 25 has developed, like, one old man thing about them at least. And uh, I've developed a theory that an old man is just someone who's accrued, like, five of these old man things. Like, you probably got gout, probably had kidney stones. You look like you just, like, carry around candy in your pocket for children. Uh, but yeah, it takes five old man things to accrue before you're officially an old man. Like a bunch of lame Power Rangers combining into a shitty Megazord. They're like, incontinence, arthritis, Alzheimer's, dementia, Alzheimer's. Together we make Harold, a 77-year-old man who just wished you'd pull the plug already. He saw the light once in Vietnam and has wanted to go back ever since. Even though his memory's rapidly deteriorating, he always remembers how much he hates his wife and kids. Anyway, five, five old man things. Four more and I'm almost there. And uh, I know I'm making a mountain out of mole here, but... Uh, I think financially I'll be fine because I recently, you know, got into contact with a uh, Nigerian prince and he's assured me that my investment is uh, going to pay dividends. Anyway, to, to fight the, uh, the pain from the herniated disc, I've been doing yoga a lot recently. Uh, and it's really weird doing yoga uh, as an Indian man in the Bay Area because they're all kind of, all the yoga instructors are the same woman. They're all uh, the uh, eat, pray, love types who have like an ohm sticker on their, uh, on their Prius. And... Uh, to tell you guys how, like, how Indian I am, uh, my full name is Pranav Raghu Umbil Srinivasayangar Minasandram. Uh, Pranav Umbil is a stage name. 
and her name is uh, Ashley Reed from Oakland. Uh, but the thing about Ashley Reed is that uh, one second. Ah, yeah. So Ashley Reed's teaching me a centuries-old Indian discipline. Me an Indian man, and uh, shit. I did fuck this. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Here's the one joke in here. Uh, learning yoga from an, uh, a white woman in the Bay Area is a lot like an Italian trying to learn how to cook from Chef Boyardee. Anyway, I've been Pranav in the center. Pranav Anvil, you guys have a good night. Pranav, everyone! Yay! You worked through that joke. Yay! Yoga. Uh, your next comedian runs a show on Thursday. Is it every other Thursday or every Thursday? Every other Thursday. Once a month Thursdays. I don't know. Once a month Thursday at the Blind Tiger. It's called Bite Me. Put your hands together for Sarah Guth. Yay! Pretty great. I get to do a set and take a sausage. Um, okay. So my mom found out I'm on the fence about having kids. Yeah, she keeps telling me, if I don't have kids, my life will be empty. Like, that sounds like an empty calendar. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I open my calendar and see nothing, it's like waking up on Christmas morning to a blanket of freshly fallen snow, and I'm pretty sure kids are the dirt that ruin it. <laughs> you don't have kids, so it's like, I feel like it's not gonna work well in front of an audience. We'll find out. Um, so I'm planning a garden for my landlord in exchange for reduced rent. Uh, it's my first garden, and people kept telling me I was going to love it because it's just so rewarding to grow things. Yeah, I'm like, my mom did not say that. <laughs> Every time she wants something from me, she's like, I grew you inside me for nine months, and it was awful. You know, it's so mean. I would never tell my plants that. Um, now, I, I, <laughs> I have found weeding to be really rewarding, really therapeutic, so people are half right. I do enjoy gardening, but not because I like growing things. I just love killing things. <laughs> no, there's something super satisfying by just like ripping life from the earth. Like I'm God or a politician. Uh, no, sometimes I like it's especially when I'm working from home and things aren't going well, I can just take a quick weeding break and then be like, oh, Fuck you, Kara. You know, just pull out those weeds. Oh, it's great. Love it. Um, we'll skip one. Okay, so last week my computer died during a job interview on Zoom. Yeah, this is a true story, unfortunately. Uh, no, it, uh, it was like, yeah, I've been with you for seven years. If I have to hear one more lie in that fake-ass voice, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, and it did, yeah. I've... um. I've been putting off getting my car registered for months because the DMV is only open during work hours, but I immediately ditched work to go to the Apple store, which I haven't been to since my last time in crisis. Um, no, I mean, like, people wonder why Macs are so expensive. It's the same reason why drugs are expensive. They're selling to desperate people. That's why... Now, fun fact, that's why Apple stores like, look like that child-proof glass box. They're worried, or they don't want people who just lost all their files to hurt themselves. Not because they care, they just, 
you know, I want us to stay alive long enough to buy their shit. Um, okay, so I, I hate when people ask me where I'm from. Sometimes I, uh, I'll say I'm from Berkeley to dodge the question. Um, but a real persistent asshole will be like, no, where are you from originally? Like, um, I don't think you can ask that anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, eventually, I'll tell them I'm from outside New York City. This is just a misleading but less shameful way of saying Connecticut. Uh, fun fact, Connecticut is actually the Latin word for land of the Karens. And uh, I'll end on one little quick one. So uh, last time I was at Neck of the Woods, I tripped going on stage. Um, true story, unfortunately. Uh, crowd loved it. I don't know why. But uh, I've always been in coordinated. It's getting worse, though. I feel like as I get older, the different parts of my body are starting to feel like my family. Just like way too many personalities all stuck with each other for a lifetime. Uh, this has been fun. I'm going to take a sausage. <laughs> Give it up for Pam for making us sausages. Yay, sausages. Yeah, it's socialism at work. I mean, I want to thank you guys all for being here and um, do donating on the Venmo every week consistently. And, and I can't thank you with anything except, um, you know, the free money that the government gives me for food. Because uh, I don't eat a lot because I'm an anorexic. All right, your next comedian uh, was super funny guy. He is, and he works so hard. He's one of the hardest working comics in San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! <laughs> Clap, damn you! Yeah. I actually went to the Apple Store recently. I had a story from this, uh, kind of like when, because um, Sarah was talking about the Apple Store, and it reminded me of, I just got a new phone recently, and I went in there, you ever try to like be funny, and people just don't understand that you're joking in, in public? This happened to me. She was like, I have to transfer your old phone info over to the new phone. She said, could take as much as an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's good, because I'm gonna go do some errands. And she says, no, 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 because we have your phone, you have to be here while we're doing the transfer. And I'm like, you mean I'm supposed to stand in the Apple store without my phone and just stand here for an hour and a half with my own thoughts in my own head? And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, I'm just joking. I'm sorry. But it's true. I did. I was like, I can't even do that. And I took my phone home. Anyway, it just reminded me of that story. Cool. COVID's com uh, coming back, I think, a little bit. Uh, that's, that's pretty sad to see. I don't like COVID. I don't know about you guys. Um, I don't like the way it changed me, you know? Like a few months ago, this woman leaned over in front of me and she caught me trying to look down her mask. She was like, excuse me, my breasts are down here. I don't think she enjoyed it very much. I like this monkey pox. I don't know what it is, but it sounds fun, doesn't it? They should have named COVID. COVID-19 sounds like Kurt Vonnegut book, okay? <laughs> Monkeypox is like, ee monkeypox. That sounds fun. I don't know. Ah, California, very expensive, of course. Well, I have trouble living here, man. And mostly it's the housing, though. It's not like everything else is so different. Like, you know, like if they have like a used car, for instance, they'll list it for like $9,000, same as everywhere else. But here in California, they go, uh, if you're buying the car to live in it, it's $900,000. Yeah, cool. Uh, anybody like to mountain bike? Any mountain bikers here? No? Good, I hate mountain bikers. <laughs> I do, I hate them, man. I go, I go hiking and they're a menace. They go zooming by you and I was like, when they go by, I don't know what I'm gonna do about it. I just give them like a dirty look. I'm always just like, Ugh, like that. 
And uh, recently, I was about ready to go hiking. I arrived at like the parking lot, and there's a whole group of mountain bikers getting ready to go out. And I'm like, I'm gonna give them a dirty look on my way out. And then I noticed they were all Asian, so I couldn't give them a dirty look. And I was like, Ah, I hate racism. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I do, I do. You hate racism. Uh, I like, I you know, listen. A lot of times with racism, it's the subtle forms that can be like the worst right now. You know, like sometimes like tokenism, for example. You guys are familiar with tokenism? You know, like the, you gotta watch out for that white guy. He's got one token black friend. He's trying to look not racist. That's his token black friend. These guys know you're not supposed to have a token black friend, though. They know about tokenism. So a lot of these guys will go out and strategically make a second black friend to make it look like they don't have a token black friend. Which is obviously twice as bad, right? You got two token black friends now. Terrible. Even worse than that, though, you guys. These fucking racist three black friends, okay? You're not fooling anybody, pal. <laughs> I'm on to your little game. I asked a buddy of mine the other day. I was like, how many black friends do you have? He goes, I don't know, man. A lot. That's what kind of fever pitch this thing has reached. This guy's totally lost count of how many black friends he has. Tokenism of the worst kind, even though he's a black guy, but still... I felt like I could tell him that because, uh, like I said, he's a buddy of mine, okay? All right. Thank you. Uh, I support LGBTQ+. I don't know about you guys. That's right. I do. Uh, I am glad they went with the plus at a certain point, though. I feel like it is a hacky joke to go on about the letters, but we got to admit it was getting a little long. The plus makes it easier. I think they went with the plus when the A showed up. You guys know what the A is? That stands for asexual which is kind of getting a little off topic when you think about it, right? Isn't that what we were talking about? Asexuals are like, hey, that thing you're talking about, we want any part of it, but we demand inclusion. Maybe if you joined a skydiving organization, or like, we're the National Association of Skydivers and Non-Skydivers. <laughs> like, oh, just go with Skydivers Plus and be done with it. All right, you guys, thank you. Yay, Dan Lewis, you figured out the end of that joke. That was very exciting. Um, we're going to bump around with the list for a second, but just remember that if you ever carpool, I'll do the same for you because gas is so fucking expensive. And if you let me know before a show, like, oh, gosh, you know, like, I'm here and we're going to this other thing and we're carpooling, I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you, I'll help you out too. So don't worry. But it's going to happen today because these guys are carpooling. Uh, put your hands together. Every, we're taking notes too. We're taking notes. I know he's got a lot of new jokes because he's been telling me about them at places. <laughs> Put your hands together for Colin Braun. Keep it going for Pam, everybody. The disappointment you feel when you hear that someone is into the Zodiac is the same disappointment that you feel when you hear that someone voted for Donald Trump. Like, we can't be friends anymore. I thought you were smart. Uh, Dan Lewis is my roommate. I was talking to him. We're both comedians. I don't know if you knew that. Um, and I was expressing frustration to him. I'm like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm not getting booked. Like, I feel like I'm good and I'm working, but I'm not getting booked. He's like, yeah, you are good. I don't know why you're getting booked. And I said, dude, you run a show. <clears throat> why won't he tell me why? Um... <laughs> I'm very happy to announce after years of effort, I've finally gotten my credit score past my goal number. Thank you. I won't get too specific, but I will tell you, it does start with the number eight. Yeah, so that feels good. 20 more points and I'll be in double digits. 
I meant triple digits. Damn it. 20 more points and I'll be in triple digits. All right. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, I'm gonna, I, I shouldn't have written that mistake into that joke. Uh, do you guys like true crime? I found that a lot of true crime shows, podcasts, uh, they, you, series, you have to get a subscription to watch them or listen to them. And I, I think that's a waste of money. Why, why would I pay to learn about true crime when I can just make my own at home? Thank you. Uh, sometimes we'll, people will tell me that the way that I make eye contact is very intense. It makes people think that I'm a serial killer. But my lawyer told me that that's not considered admissible evidence by the state. So, no worries. Yesterday I was leaving a show with a, with a, with a female comic and we were walking the same way. She's like, you're still walking with me. What, what are you going to murder me? I said, oh, no, no, you're not my type. Sometimes you'll p hear people say that bisexuality doesn't exist, and I think that's ignorant. Bisexuality absolutely does exist. Bisexuals, however, do not. If you meet someone that claims to be a, a bisexual, look again. It's probably an apparition, a trick of the light. That's why they won't shake your hand. All right. You know what I don't like is ATM fees. Like, I'll just be in a bar at 3 in the morning taking out $500 to buy a bunch of drugs on the hopes that it will make someone have sex with me, and suddenly I get this notification that I have to pay $2? Like, pfft. That's a waste of money. Uh, I have a friend, he's from Mobile, Alabama, and I try to connect with him. I had a mobile in my crib when I was little. And my mobile was actually made in Mobile. It was a Mobile Mobile. And every night I would just get lulled to sleep by four clansmen going around in a circle. Thank you. Um, I, have an, I have an idea for a book. It's a combination of the self-help books, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and The Ethical Slut. It's called uh, Seven Habits of Highly Ethical Sluts. The other night I took the L bus. Are you guys familiar with the L bus? It goes from... Uh, one shit heap to another shit heap. It's a poor bus. I didn't know that until I got on. Um, turns out it's called the L bus because it stands for what you say when you get on. Ugh. Then lastly, um, I don't do I don't do a ton of jokes about being gay, but I do like to get deep about it. You know, coming out is very challenging. Uh, it's a very hard thing to do, um, and in that moment, you feel proud, but scared, and confused, but hopeful. It's like seeing a police officer that's black. Thank you. Good night. Clap your hands together, everybody. Yay, it's Colin Brown. Uh, comments. That's funny. And all new stuff. I don't think I'd ever heard any of that before. Um, here we go. Um, when you talked in the beginning about Zodiacs, I thought you were talking about the Zodiac Killer. Mm. And then it kind of tied in with the with the Horos truth. I should say horoscopes. Yeah, or like astrology. Sign astrology. Damn it! But you could also like you do talk about like being a serial killer yourself, so you can play with that if you right. switch it. But okay, I, I feel like the word would be better. I wrote them at very different times. I didn't even think of putting them together. Um, astrology. Also, like the black cop joke. Thank you. See, I do have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Jason? 
I thought the double, I thought the eight joke was funny, the double digits and the mistake, and I didn't know if it was a mistake or it was planned. It, it was a mistake. It's supposed to be in 20 more points, I'll be at triple digits. Right, but I liked that it was a mistake, and then it seemed, so it really was a mistake. You didn't write, but then you, you wrote the mistake in, and I was like, so that I was, was just, you're right. That's, I thought so the confusion was fun and cute, and I don't know if you can make it happen. It's always hard to make something happen that, hap anyways. The Klansman joke was hilarious. Which one? The Klansman, the mobile oh, from yeah. Mobile, and then there was Klansman. <laughs> I love it. Um, and your book joke was super cute. And you're pretentious, but I like that too. I don't know why. There were you have a whole bunch of like jokes that are like they they rely on a crux that you're somehow superior. And but I like it. Am I not superior? No, exactly. That's why you're perfect. Um, other comments. You have another comment about the credit score joke. I think starting with six would be better because, like, you have the like aura mm. that like you're better than all of us. So, like, eight, we assume you have like a high credit score if it's your goal. But if your goal starts with a six and then you're trying to get the triple digits, I think that's, I think that could be a hit. Right. Because, like, if your goal is like a 610 credit score, I'm proud of you, but. Still a bit ashamed. <laughs> Whereas if my goal is an eight, you're like, you were already at 780. Fuck you. Exactly. Okay. What's the What's the top of a credit score? Is it 800 is the top? No, it's it's like 800 is not the top. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't even think I have a credit score. I, I think it was uh, over my head. For from, the I remember in a commercial 450 to 850. It's my credit score. It happens to be 720. Did anyone see that commercial? Okay. Uh, little right. yellow. I'm going to change. Better. I'm going to change that to six. Thank you. Uh, other comments? Any comments? For Colin, for Colin Braun. Thank you. Put your hands together, everybody, Colin Braun. And that's it for comments for today. We're just going to move through the list. We've got a lot of guests, which is exciting and fun and new and wonderful. And there's hot dogs. And they're not hot dogs. Those are like fucking sausages, baby doll. They're good. They're they're like all pork or chicken. I, don't, I can't tell which is which at this point. Your next comedian what a funny young man. Put your hands together for Newman Shake. Yay! Hey. You guys ever wish someone was racist? You know what I mean? Like, uh, my boss, um, my boss was white. I was like the only brown person in that entire workplace. And my boss hated me. And I asked him at the end, I was like, why don't you like me? And he was like, I don't respect your work ethic. And I was like, could you just be a Republican? That would, you know, just make me feel a lot better about myself. Okay, I wrote that joke today, so. I, um, I have this coworker, and he's like, he's this type of guy who's like, I only respect women I want to fuck. <laughs> Which is weird, because he got his mom a really expensive Mother's Day gift, so I'm like, that's, that's concerning. I need, me, I need to be more direct with people. I've realized that because uh, my roommate, he's taking up too much space in the fridge. And I don't want to tell him that to his face. So I told him that's a lot of food for one person. And uh, now he has an eating disorder. So that's that's cool. I um I don't know if you guys know this, but they made a mo movie about Gandhi in the 90s with uh, Ben Kingsley, who's like half Indian. So, you know, that counts. Um, it's good enough. But but I'm glad they made it in the 90s because I don't think there's any Indian actors that could pull off Gandhi today. Like, Dev Patel is too hot. And I'm not ready for Aziz Ansari to be Gandhi like that. That'd be... 
that'd be like if you got like Tyler Perry to be Malcolm X like that. <laughs> not sound like a good idea. <laughs> I um did you guys have to watch um did you guys have to watch the documentary A Super Size Me in high school? It was a weird documentary, right? Like it was about this guy who ate McDonald's three times a day, every day, to prove it's bad for you. And I was like, you didn't need to do that. Like nobody's three Big Macs in a day, and it's like, you know what, my life is getting better from here. You know, that's I um abortions in the news right now, which which is okay. I mean <laughs> I don't know. I think if they are gonna get rid of abortion, I feel like they should also get rid of child labor laws. Like if they're gonna force a woman to have a kid, she should be she should be allowed to get her money's worth, you know? Like put that put that kid in a factory. I really wanna be the next Maury. I realize that like because I, I became a comedian to like make people happy and stuff and I've realized I've never seen anybody happier than when they realize they're not the father, you know, that is like none of you guys are gonna dance during my set, and I've accepted that. I um I I don't know if I want kids. I really don't, cause um space to me is really important in relationships, and I feel like adults we kind of get that, but I can't go to a two-year-old and be like, "Look, I know you shit your diaper, but uh, Saturday nights are for the boys. Like this is <laughs> this is me time. What else do I want to talk about?" You guys have heard that ISIS joke like 10 times, so I don't want to do that. Um, I I don't think I could ever date a coworker. I really can't because I would betray any of my coworkers for a 15 cent raise. It would be such be a bad. Okay, I, I think that's it. Thank you, guys. Newman Shake, everyone. Yay. All right. Is this our... First? No, second. So it's the second. It is really a sausage fest in here today, guys. Literally and figuratively. Um, but I'm excited about your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody. For Emily Tao! Yay! Yay! Thank you all for being here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be back in San Francisco. I don't even care if y'all laugh at my jokes. I'm just happy you're here. You're making it out for comedy. I'm happy to see people that I like and that I want to hear talk, you know? Um, I've been in, I was in Florida for too long last year, so I didn't want to hear people talk there. Um, but, um, hey, <laughs> um, what was I going to talk about today? Um, so I uh, moved to San Francisco uh, after my first divorce. And um, after, or, uh, to the Bay Area, I moved to Marin for, uh, initially. And uh, it was always hard for me uh, coming here, uh, moving here with a big dog. Um, and um, where we have to do this thing in, that we call a renting in San Francisco. And um, in, um, I don't know why I'm spacing so much right now. Uh, I... Um, I, uh, you know, I'd never heard of things like breed restrictions or weight restrictions oh, until I moved to San Francisco. And I was like, excuse me? My dog is big and beautiful, okay? I'm not going to ask her to lose 40 pounds if we want to live in the marina. And I also am pretty sure the marina doesn't need any more skinny bitches, okay? Um... So we didn't do that. 
Um, but um, the la uh, when I when I first moved to San Francisco, I was I was uh, dating like mad um, because after uh, after so many years of of working in accounting, uh, I still don't have a dick, so I still don't make uh, what the what the kids here make. You know, very smart, very smart uh, engineers. I uh, didn't realize we were getting to the Gen Z level. Oh, uh-oh. Um, and um, uh, very smart very smart kids here, um, but they are children. Uh, the last place I was living in San Francisco, I was uh, uh, paying almost two grand a month to rent a room in a house in Outer Sunset, AKA San Jose, um, sharing a kitchen and a bathroom with seven dudes in their 20s. And um, if you don't know this already, uh, dudes in their 20s have filthy everything, uh, pubic hair all over the bathroom, um, and couldn't take a shower uh, for months, um, or find out, found elsewhere, you know, went to the office until that wasn't a thing anymore. And um, unfortunately, at that time, uh, it was March of 2020, and I realized I was uh, stuck with these dudes in a quarantine situation. And um, uh, once we started running out of toilet paper, I don't know if you we all remember that, I did not want to be there anymore. They were eyeing my dog. So I bounced back to Idaho. Um, so um, yeah, I just moved back after uh, post-COVID. And I've been here for a, a, f a few weeks now, who's counting. Um, but uh, happy to be back and happy to be doing a, a just Happy to be doing comedy again. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Pam. And I think that's my time. Emily Tao. She's just happy. Yay. Yay. How, uh, I don't know if it was a brave or a bummer that you left the gangbang before it started. Uh, you're next to me is seven guys in house. You're like, I don't want to live here. I mean, you're not as old as I am. You're next comedian. Put your hands together for Dan Britton. Yay. <laughs> Guys, I have a blast from the past for you that you may never have known about. You know that Black Eyed Peas song, Let's Get It Started? Did you know that the explicit version is Let's Get Retarded? Okay, do you know the intro? Have you ever heard it? Where Fergie just acapella comes out and says, Let's get retarded. If you haven't, I got it for you right here. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. 2022 is a funky time, isn't it? Like you just, you look back at 2002 and you're like, damn, we've, we've grown a lot of morals and lost a lot of balls. Interesting dichotomy. Are, are you two passing notes? You got something you want to share with the class? Uh, it's for me. What is my fly down? Okay. So I think I know what you're all thinking at this moment. Let's fucking get retarded, huh, guys? <laughs> who, who wants to get retarded? Raise your hand. <laughs> okay, a couple takers. All right, all right, all right. You know what my favorite part of that song is as it's leading into the chorus, the chorus, Will I Am starts saying, and the bass keeps running, running, and then his background, like his, uh, his harmonization says, get retarded, get retarded, get retarded, let's get retarded. 
Britney Spears may be a psychopath, but she never wrote a hit like that. You know who I think the best, most underrated songwriter of all time is? Nelly. Why do I think this? Because Nelly wrote the best hook I've ever heard in my life. You know this hook? It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me wants to be a 1993 to a 2004 R&B singer. Just so in the middle of my content, I could be like, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that in any of my jokes. I can't be talking about like, hey, did you guys know that there's a documentary? Yeah, about people committing suicide on the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did the chicken, yeah, cross the road? <laughs> yeah, because he had gotten retarded, that's why. <laughs> I had a friend uh, who had chickens in her yard, and one of them actually happened to be retarded. And it's so funny, all of the other chickens would gag up on it and beat the shit out of that chicken. <laughs> For no reason other than the fact that it was fucking retarded. <laughs> And she actually, the chickens fucked up this one chicken so bad that she once spent $4,000 for a veterinarian to perform surgery on it to save its life. And then as soon as it got out of phys chicken physical therapy, <laughs> it got back into the yard, the other chickens beat the shit out of it again. <laughs> and then so one day, her husband was telling me, because she was really upset, and I asked her what happened. She goes, my chicken died. And I asked her husband what happened to the chicken, and he, she goes, he said, well, she was out of work one day. I already paid $4,000 for the fucking thing, so I just broke its neck. I killed it. <laughs> so now my friend's looking for a divorce lawyer, if anybody knows one. <laughs> Your Honor, he murdered my chicken. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go get retarded. I'll see you guys later. Yay, Dan Britton. Oh, when he's on, he's really on, isn't he? Uh, your next comedian going down the list. Put your hands together, everybody, for Amy Stringer! Hello. <clears throat> uh, I, I didn't really know. Um, I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to talk about today, but so I decided to talk about acting school. So I went to, I spent a year um, in full-time acting school, like a windowless room, for um for for a year and um i loved acting school because it was like one big emotional orgy it was great um you know every day there'd be someone crying in the corner in the fetal position you know um but oh it, it was we got we got really close um our first time we all hung out together I made out with a straight woman, and I also three-way made out with a gay man and a lesbian. That was fun. Theater people are very open. And, oh, there was a lice outbreak. Um, yeah, like half the class got lice. There were two Olivias, and one Olivia was a babysitter, and she got lice, and then she was fucking the other Olivia, and then they all gave it to us. Well, I didn't get it, but um, other people did. Um, but what I really appreciated was, it, 
it having giving giving everyone the space to like totally break down if if we wanted and like everyone did all the time and our teachers would say like if one of us is having an emotional breakdown like don't touch them because you're cutting off the energy that you know is happening in them but to hold space to just to hold space for that person um and so i had two two panic attacks in in acting school one was um when we were doing jaw massages like i, I just like acting school is like 80 percent massages and um i apparently keep all my tension in my jaw so when my partner was like about to touch my jaw i was like nope not having this and i like fully started hyperventilating and my my teacher like rolled me over into the fetal position and she was like, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And then the other time was in, um, was in clown class. Um, I am a, a trained clown. My clown name is Pancake Tina of the Pancake Waffle Prep House. And um, the time I, I had a panic attack in clown class was we were doing a, an exercise where everyone had to get in, up in front of the class and try to do something that you could repeatedly fail at. And so I tried to fly and like I tried flying like three times and then I was like, fuck this shit. And I just like threw a whole fit and was like, fuck you, clown teacher. And I kicked the door, like the back door open and everyone thought I was going to like hurl myself over the fire escape, but I was in control. And (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, and then I just sobbed for the last two hours of class. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about jaw massages and failure. Okay, cool. Thanks. Amy Stringer, everyone. When I give you the horn, you have a minute just for future reference, just so everybody knows. Everybody, that's what you should know. Is I wonder if that's why I have emotional collapses so often that I used to go to that I used to go to um, acting school too, and maybe that's why. I don't know. Yay for emotional collapses. <laughs> All right, your next comedian on the list. Let's all pay attention and be nice for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Be nice. (laughs) I am going to be getting married uh, at the end of this year. Been thinking about that a lot. Marriage. Kind of becoming this, this outdated traditional institution. And so I think I... I'm going to try to be progressive about it and just get divorced as soon as possible. That's that's what I'm going to progress through the marriage into the divorce. Because that's that's really I've always wanted to be divorced. That's what I want, you know. And I want to do it young so I can be young and divorced. That's my my uh my parents never got divorced, and you know what they say: you do, you don't, you never want to grow up like your dad. You know, you don't, you want to avoid dad. In high school, all my friends' parents got divorced, and I remember just being like, "You guys are embarrassing me. <laughs> like, come on, I can't party with these guys because they know I don't come from a broken home. They make fun of me. Like, hey, yo, this dude shotguns beer like people love him." <laughs> My, uh, I think that's the end of that joke. I don't know. I think it is. Uh, I don't know. Um, my, I have, I got a cat, boy, cat, 
Love him very much. Try to remember it's a cat. I don't like the whole thing where everyone has like a dog and like, it's my child. I don't like that because the more you treat your pets like humans, I'm already holding my cat to the standards of a human being. And I don't even realize it. I forgive you. I'm already holding my cat to the standards of a human being and I don't even realize it. I was watching him chase the neighbor cat around. She's a girl. Chasing her around the backyard today. And at one point she took a swat at him. Like, nope, not into it. And he kept chasing after her afterwards. I'm watching this and I found myself going, oh no, my cat's a rapist. My cat is going to rape. <laughs> and that female cat is going to start the Meow Too movement. And... <laughs> She's gonna get a she's gonna get a book deal and and my cat is I, I can't have my cat do that. It's not a people are like, you know ducks rape? Ducks rape. It's like, yeah, they also lay eggs and then we eat them. So <laughs> You guys know about duck rape? Is that is that a, no? No one knows about duck rape. That's why that joke didn't work. We aren't familiar enough with duck rape. Um my fiance when we first started dating she told me that she would dress modestly in public because she wanted to avoid the male gaze and i thought that was the most narcissistic thing ever i didn't i didn't understand her and so i was like okay well what about the female gaze and she was like i don't mind it and i was like it you're just gonna objectify the gaze and that's when i realized she went the male gaze, not the, and that's it. That's the whole, that's a, maybe a funny premise, but uh, I, I, I don't know how the rest of that would even go. Um, this is my impersonation of an anti-Semitic Beyonce concert. Ladies, who runs the world? All right, take it easy, Beyonce. Let's <clears throat> um, I thought I, I thought that was gonna amount to like eight minutes of material. <laughs> not enough <laughs> fuck um let's see here i mean do i have anything quick male gaze duck duck rape uh it's not a redemption story if no one is rooting for you in the first place that's just helpful advice that's i feel like that's applicable um oh can we just start killing each other can like can we just get to like enough with the passive aggressive our articles i as a society can we please just start killing each other i'm tired of the here's why julia louise dreyfus thinks the republicans have lost their mind elaine get a gun go to mitch mcconnell's house and so if i any if i see anyone i disagree with nowadays i'm just like let's just fight to the death like if you win you win that's i'm fine with that but like enough of this like come on guys it's coming I'm funny. All right, see you later. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey, everyone. All right. All right, keep your hands clapping, everybody, and excited for your next comedian, Denise Lee. Okay. Uh, so my parents are from Taiwan. Uh, but I lived in the United States, obviously. And so we used to visit my relatives in Taiwan every summer. And back then, like, Taiwan was 99% Asian people. And every summer, I would get to a point where I would start to miss white people. 
Like the only white people I ever saw were just Jehovah's Witnesses. And the first time I talked to one, like one of them came up to me and my mom in the subway, interrupted us to say in very bad Chinese, have you heard of the one true God? And he was just like this dude, kind of dorky looking with his little bicycle and his white button down shirt. I was looking at him and all I could think was, oh my God, this white man is the hottest dude I've ever seen in this country. I was like, <laughs> I want this mission. Can't even say it. I want, <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> uh, with his pale ass skin, his unwarranted confidence, I was like, it has been a minute since I've been interrupted. Uh, what I was going to say was I want this missionary in missionary position. <laughs> but it's crazy, right? Like I was only 10 years old at the time. I was only 10 years old, and I was already attracted to mediocre white men. It's just foreshadowing. Uh, every year, my mom would bring back all these Taiwanese foods back to Texas, uh, which is pretty cool, except one year we got detained at U.S. Customs because one of our suitcases had only ba unlabeled bags of tapioca flour, which is a fine white powder, if you did not know. And the CBP officer told my mom, he was like, ma'am, I need to ask if you are attempting to enter the United States of America with possession of illegal substances. And my mom goes, yes. Because that's how, because she says yes to all English questions she doesn't understand, right? Which is a pretty safe response. Usually just not this time. The stakes were a little bit higher. Uh, my sister was next to her, just kind of bobbing her head up and down like she was saying yes, except she just had her headphones in and she was listening to music. And I was standing next to all of them, and I was like, I mean, we have to go to prison. Could it really be worse than Dallas, Texas? No, maybe it's not so bad. Uh, a lot of my Asian friends get upset about Asian discrimination, but I just don't think they're working it to their advantage. Okay, like, discrimination is real, don't get me wrong. Like, studies show that at work, I have to outperform my white peers by 20% in order to get promoted. That's not good. But nobody talks about the bright side of this, right? Like, when people look at my face... They just automatically assume I have a great work ethic. No questions asked. And so yeah, compared to non-Asians, I have to work way harder to get anywhere, but I also have to be way lazier before anyone notices I'm slacking. And so I've been fully taking advantage of that inaccurate assumption. Like I haven't done shit at work in two years, okay? But my coworkers do not think I'm lazy and stupid. They think I'm very hardworking and stupid. Like nobody has ever wondered like maybe she's not dumb. Maybe she's just like a lazy piece of shit, you know? Like am I dumb? I don't know. Haven't tried enough to find out. Okay, I'm Denise. Thank you. Yay! Denise Lee, everyone. So that is end of our regular list and we're going on to our wait list and I'll get everybody in and um there's still sausages. So, um Thanks. Yeah, you got to I mean, there's only so many sausages you can eat. I feel the same way. I've had, I've, I'm on my, on my third, um, and I'm feeling a little full. 
Your, <laughs> I'm sorry. Your next, I'm very high, you guys. I'm sorry. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Joshua Smith. Yes. Thank you. So, <clears throat> hunting for material the other uh, last night, I I noticed Netflix. There's a, a new dating show for adults with autism. And it's amazing how much the I'm always impressed by their mathematic capabilities and and just the uh, you know ability to re recall dates. But then I started to wonder what's it going to be like when they actually become intimate. You know, maybe she's just about to give him a blowjob and out of nowhere she says, you know, the average sperm ejaculation is about 100 billion cells of sperm. And usually it's about one teaspoon total. And then afterwards, he says, he looks at her for a moment and says, you know, there's 178,647,342 sperm cells on your face right now. And then she goes, there's now 174,342,622. Anyway, that's, that's that. Thank you for, for laughing at that one person. But um, I, have a, uh, I have kids, and kids do, uh, as people are talking about a lot, a lot today, uh, a lot of crazy, weird stuff. My son, when he was about 12, he came back from a, uh, a trip, uh, a camping trip with a bunch of kids. And I was, we were happy. He was, you know, made a lot of friends. He was texting uh, a lot of them. He started texting this one girl. And um, unfortunately, uh, we, we learned at some point he was saying things that we never knew a 12-year-old would know, and like he was wanting to fist her. And this is true. And he wanted to use his tongue in her rear. And it was just one thing after another. And then his turns out she wasn't getting those texts. Her mother had the, the phone. And so now you have to deal with a mother. And, and this, that's what this joke is really about, is not about the stuff that kids do, but the stuff that I have to do, how it affects my life after your kid does something really weird or, or stupid like, like that. Anyway, it, it worked out. Once we agreed uh, to let uh, the mother buy my son some ice cream, they were pretty happy. Um, but, but moving into that is, you know, kids do crazy stuff. And, you know, it's like what happens if you're, you know, with all your busy things you got going on in your life, like like things are so bad, you know, the, the proverbial shit has hit the fan so hard that the blades won't even go around anymore. You know, the, the plant, the, the fan itself is just so disgusted it's unplugged itself from the wall. Or your boss, um, you know, he, he can't come to work because he drank too much and threw the wrong kid into the pool. Or, you know, any number of things. Or, you know, not that any things are that that bad I mean who cares you know let's say you want to use a hummingbird and and shove it up your ass and the hummingbird is like yeah yeah do it do it and uh, and you know you uh, every now and again maybe the hummingbird hummingbird you know sticks his beak out of your rear and then looks at the world and says, yeah I like it up there and he crawls back up to the place that makes you both happy but um, anyway raccoons are mean animals um, I, I was out walking my dog and and uh, uh, two of them come up to me. One says, hey, give me five bucks. He was intimidating, so I gave it to him. And the other one said, you know, give me the dog too. So I, I handed him over the leash, and then they all walked off together, all three of them, and my dog didn't look back once. Anyway, that's my time. Thank you. 
clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Joshua Smith. I knew you could put a birdhouse in your soul, but a birdhouse in your asshole. All right. Birdhouse in your colon. Sing that song, They Might Be Giants. Your next comedian. I just met him and he just moved to the city and I already love him. Uh, put your hands together for Chris Armitage. Yay! I'm really happy to hear... Uh, that you're Taiwanese, because half my act is about uh, Japanese people, making fun of them. So, thank God. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I've actually been thinking about getting into the motivational speaking game a little bit, and, and something really got me thinking just a second ago about uh, motivational speaking, because everyone here, you all could attack life with the enthusiasm of the mediocre white guy. Feel entitled that promotion you know feel that you belong in the seats of power regardless of how earned it is for anybody go for it uh nobody knows what the fuck they're doing at all ever uh lie about stuff too that's my number one motivational speaking piece of advice is lie about what you've done in your life to be more successful all of you could have worked at tesla i will be your reference I will lie for you because I know you guys, so I believe in you, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're here, for God's sake, not making any money for this, just showing up. You know, I mean, I belong here, obviously. Uh, you know, my I was just raised knowing that, uh, you know, I belong wherever I go, obviously. Uh, so I am um, bisexual, I don't know, bisexual feels weird, bisexual, pansexual, I think from now on I'm just going to go by hellasexual. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all that stuff, it, it gets to be weird and confusing sometimes. I, I'm not really big on labels. I remember the first time I saw a gay couple in public, the two men were holding hands, and my dad, like God bless his heart, from New Jersey, grew up in a really Irish Catholic neighborhood. And I asked him, you know, what, like, those are two men. Is that, is that gay? What is gay? And he said, um, he said, listen, Christopher, when two men really love each other, they find a water-based lubricant. That's very important to remember. Um, let's see, what else do I got for you guys? Uh, so serotonin and oxytocin. Those are happy chemicals. If you go on antidepressants, they're usually selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. They help keep more of that happy juice in your brain. And this is absolutely true. Uh, semen contains a good amount of serotonin and oxytocin. And this health insurance thing is crazy, guys. You don't have a copay for what you're just generating right there on you. Find yourself a partner or yourself. You have an antidepressant in your pants, and if you guys don't use that as a pickup line, it works for women too, even without the production of semen, or sorry, oxytocin, oh, that too. Uh, let's see, what else do I got for you guys? Uh, um, you know that guy, Sigmund Freud? Have you guys heard of him? I'm glad you guys, it's like, uh, you don't even want, I gotta like pull the words out of you. Sigmund Freud, of course he thought everything was about aggression and sex. He was coked up constantly, constantly. Of course, that's how he felt everything was. Um, 
So anyway, Sigmund Freud, while I'm at it, my hit list here, like a, like a rapper, I got the people I'm mad at. Nietzsche, giant hypocrite pussy. Like he, he, uh, he said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And then he saw a horse getting hit, and it made him so sad he stayed in bed for the last 10 years of his life. Terrible advice. Don't believe anything Nietzsche ever said. That's, my, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you. Everybody put your hands together for Chris Armitage. Yay! The philosophy and hilarity and wonderment. And we're still having fun. We got a couple comics left. Keep holding fast. Don't get comedy pneumonia on us now. Your next comedian, it's David Samuel. Yay! Hello, Josh. You're going to fit in good here in the San Francisco comedy scene, man. You're telling people to drink semen and you hate Nietzsche. It's perfect. Good. Oh man, welcome to the city, dude. Yeah, this is. Uh, I wish you the best. You would have uh, better luck trying to be the funniest. I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> Where are you from? Hell yeah, you're gonna fit good here, dude. That's all right. You're a rural gay. You're a free range. Hell yeah. Right. All right. Well, that's awesome. All right. Sweet. Uh, that's <laughs> we're having a real conversation right now. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, it's uh, should know about the city. They're very open about drugs here. It's very cool. Like I was on a bus recently and uh, on one side there was a guy smoking heroin. On the other side there was a guy smoking fentanyl. Or, or I'm sorry. There's one guy smoking heroin. There was another guy smoking a cigarette, and the whole bus was like, hey, put that fucking cigarette out, you know, and <laughs> I liked that, okay. I uh, I recently made the switch from, from, like, the Greyhound bus to the Amtrak, and it's funny about that is, like, it's an $8 difference, right? It's $8, literally $8 is the difference, and the, the quality is probably about $100. It's crazy. Like, uh, I was on a, on a Greyhound recently, and the d I sort of got, I ask the bus drivers every time, I go, how long have you been driving today? Most of the time, it's like, gosh, my first shift. This guy was like 14 hours. I was like, I don't even know if that's legal, you know, but the ticket was $12. So I get on the bus. He's swerving, right? He's swerving like crazy. For about a half hour on the bus, there's like a junkie in the bathroom at the back of the bus, just in the bathroom, right? And he like swerves really hard, and then you just hear the junkie just like, ah, oh, god damn it, you know? <laughs> just cussing in the bathroom, right? And uh, and now, so for eight dollars more now, I just like watch people like FaceTime their children and be like, I love you. It's a really different vibe on the Amtrak. Um, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I went and uh, got a uh, went and got an STD test recently. Those were fun. That's a good time. And Planned Parenthood. Uh, they uh, they start off the conversation like full volume with you, right? They like, uh, "What's your name? Welcome here." And then uh, about halfway through, he goes, "And what are you here for?" And I was still at full volume mode, so I was like, "I think I have herpes," you know. And the whole room's like, "Hell yeah," you know. They're like. All the women getting abortions, and they were like, yeah, you know, uh, okay, no. Uh, <laughs> but the guy, <laughs> perfect timing. 
They're g- look, it's it's a fire sale at Planned Parenthood. Uh, but no, they um, what the fuck was I gonna? The guy explained to me that the herpes test is a sixty percent fail rate. So essentially, sixty percent of the time they tell you that you have herpes and you don't, or you don't have it and you do. So pretty much guessing has better odds than taking a medical test. So I just went in. He was like, "Do you want the herpes test?" And I was like, "How about uh, I just don't have it?" I would try. Okay. And I was more accurate than the test. Okay, thank you guys. Give it up. Yay, David Samuel, yay. And um and then he got hit by a truck. I hope you're feeling better. Uh your next comedian, put your hands together for Fiat Chase. Oh man, a lot of pet peeves. Fuck, I just had to do a ten step sober. Started to do a ten step. Freezing phrases. Like, I'm sober, sober. Like, when I hear California sober, I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, I'm tenderloin sober. I didn't smoke crack today. You know what I mean? <laughs> Living my best life. You remember your last one? You're one of the only fucking people. You're fucking clairvoyant, right? Um, thinking about your happy place. That's like, I know this. Like, it's a it's a clue for people who are into, like, S&M, sh- BDSM shit. You know what I mean? That's what they say when they want to be like choked out. So I was going by this gym. It's like, thinking about your happy place. I was like, the brakes went on immediately. I got to see this fucking place, right? You know what their spin class is? They have somebody, they're up on, like, you know those things at the carnival, the wooden wheels? They're up, people are throwing knives at them. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to sign that waiver. Thanks. BDNS and M people are going to love you. Oh, man. You know why I'm a real pain in the ass? One of them, because I can tell the whole truth about my life all the way through. People do not like that. So they run at me with bullshit. They really don't. They really don't. Ask me where I'm from. The womb. But I'm adopted, so that's that's the best. A woman will give you the best answer. I saw these sexy-ass women right by fucking Dolores Park. I'm like, I'm going to go talk to them. Like, where are you guys from? They're like, the womb. Like, a woman will give you the best answer. Oh, I can also win an argument with a woman. I love women, too. Another reason I'm a pain in the ass. And I'm super democratic. I feel like I'm the most democratic comic because I make fun of everybody, everything, including myself. You know what's a pet peeve of mine, Devontre, when you see the Black Lives Matter signs in the whitest ass neighborhood? I will walk with you. We can knock on every door, and I'll be like, so Black Lives Matter, huh? I'll be like, do you have any friends, black friends? No. Do you have any black coworkers? No. Any black neighbors? No. But Black Lives Matters, right? I'm a fucking pain in the ass, you guys. Um, What else? Sex. Teenagers and lesbians. These are the women that come after me. They want the deep dick loving. Where are we 21st? And come down to Mutiny Radio. I am down to fuck. But then I'm like so, I turn down all this stuff. I say I want this stuff. And then like the opportunity presents itself. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want this. I want this only specifically. So I can't tell you what I want fucking this week. I got a job, you guys. And like. Job, it's amazing, right? I had to can't even be a dishwasher. There are certain things I'm good at, but I'm really like I ace job interviews, right? I'm like 46 years old. I've had like what 
600 jobs. So, like, I own the interview. I take over the interview. You know what I mean? The guy's like, typical work hard, play hard environment. I'm like, everyone's on coke? He's like, yep. And he's like, the staff's really friendly. I'm like, I'm going to get laid. They're like, yep, I'm Fiat Chase. That's my time. Thanks. Fiat Chase, everyone. Keep holding fast. A couple more comics left. Put your hands together for Jason King. Yay! Fiat, who, who influences you, dude? Damon went. That's so... <laughs> That's so interesting. It's so interesting. Oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Black lives really matter. George Carlin. I was literally the just the the way you transitioned through those jokes was so Will Ferrell esque. Like it was so it was so it was like people they're like I'm a liberal like I'm on my dad like I I can't even it was so cool give it up for that guy one more time that was dope let's see. You spoke about you spoke about motivational speeches. I want to hear something that I learned about motivational speeches recently. I learned that all motivational speeches are just facts with background music. Realize that? I'm going to show you an example. Here we go. Ready? Some days, all you see is darkness. But that doesn't mean the sun isn't shining. The sun never goes away. You just have to open your eyes. Some days it rains. Some days it snows. But that doesn't mean your mom doesn't love you. All right. <laughs> 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 That's so dumb. I, um, Let's see what else I want to talk about. I don't know if you saw this in the news, but uh, let me not look at my phone. I just got to turn this recorder back on. But Elon Musk recently was uh, accused of, uh, well, he recently asked a, a masseuse for a sexual favor by bribing her with a horse. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to bribe someone, at least do it right. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do with a horse? <laughs> Now if I want money, I have to sell a horse? <laughs> Where do you sell a horse? <laughs> now you can't just put it on Craigslist, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? Eventually you're gonna find like one of these people that like wants to acquire a horse and they'll be like, what qualifies you to sell a horse? And be like, I don't know, I'm a masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> like may maybe it was her dream to have a horse, but part of that dream probably involved having a house big enough for a horse. <laughs> You can't just have a horse and a walk up. <laughs> a lot of my friends were like, why, why wouldn't you just take the money? Like Elon Musk can give people more money than the law can ever give you. And I was like, cause he made it difficult. <laughs> you know, I feel like the fact that Elon Musk tried to bribe a woman with a horse is proof that he's autistic, <laughs> right? Cause he was like, how do I get this adult woman to blow me? And then he was like, pony. <laughs> That's probably how all his other ideas came about. It's like, what do the people really need? Spaceships. <laughs> Flamethrower. <laughs> all right, let's see what else I have. Uh, uh, very quickly. Uh, duh, duh, duh. I, uh, I feel like a lot of kids get injured very easily. 
and um even though and, and like even though like a kid and, and they'll like freak out they'll freak out about it and like even though like it's like the worst thing a kid has probably ever experienced in his life like the parent will always like diminish what they're feeling by telling them it's a boo-boo right it's like oh you have a boo-boo that's super disrespectful because you never see like experienced adults do that with less experienced adults right Right? You'll never see someone like, oh, you got your first divorce papers? Give them here. Let me kiss them. Oh, divorce. Jason <laughs> <laughs> King, everyone. What a treat. Yay. Uh, okay, Luca Branches was supposed to be here, and he's not. So uh, clap it up for me. I'm going to do some jokes. Thanks for coming to the Sausage Fest, everybody. It's, uh, I, have, I, have, I have food stamps, so, and my love language is uh, food. Cool. I'm, uh, I'm, a f- I'm deathly afraid of mustard. I can't believe I actually ate some. I used to not go to baseball games because the smell of mustard was so oppressive. That's 100% true. I, I, lir- I, would, I was like, I can't go to a baseball game because it smells like French's yellow mustard, which is disgusting. So like when we were little and we were Christian, they used to say like, okay, so hell is like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. So what would be worse? If you had to do a handstand forever in a baby pool filled with human bile or a baby pool filled with French's yellow mustard. And still to this day, I will say French's yellow mustard is the scariest. I'd rather in human bile. Multiple people's like vomit bile. No problem. Not poop. It would have to come back out through their mouth. You know? Like, that's the way it keeps it clean somehow. <laughs> Not the other end. Sorry, I think about weird shit. But I I could still do handstands. That's why you got to learn how to do handstands. Because Satan finds out what you can't do. And there, he's like, what are you going to have to do forever? You're going to have to constantly fail at a handstand and land in a pile of mustard. Ah! For eternity. Cool. Did the Nietzsche guy leave? No, right? Okay, so... Have you heard about the heaviest? Have you heard about the heaviest burden? It's this Nietzsche concept where he says, the heaviest burden is that a demon comes to you at night and whispers in your ear every moment that you've had in your entire life. You must relive every squirrel, every tree, every car going by. He didn't say car, but because it was like, you know, 1843 or something. But everything that happens in every single order will be repeated ad infinitum forever. And would you freak out and gnash your teeth and say, no, how would you put this upon me? Or would you say willingly, yes, I would redo every single second. This is the heaviest burden. I'm sorry it turned into a TED talk about Nietzsche. I just sometimes like to pontificate about things I know because I have no other place to do it. Like once you, once you spend, it's like, go to graduate school, get a piece of paper. <laughs> I was, I grew up in the '90s where we believed shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you should get an MFA in poetry. That's a good idea. That's such an awesome use of fifty thousand dollars. But I'm stupid. I should have just gotten loans like everybody else. But no, I was responsible, so I paid in cash, and I have no student loan debt because I actually paid it when I did the fucking classes and now everyone's getting everything forgiven and I'm like motherfucker where's my first shit but I did it all the things do I get a reward do I get a $50,000 reward for just being better than everybody else and getting it fucking done I used to sit this is the last thing I'll say I'm bragging too much I'm sorry the way that I put myself through graduate school in cash is that I sat in civic center with a typewriter and I wrote poems to people strangers 
for a dollar to question mark. And then I'd, they'd give me a topic and I'd quick type out a poem and then I'd perform it for them. And I'd say, you know, a dollar to question mark. And sometimes, you know, and I had to make $40 to make rent a day. So I just kept going till I made 40 bucks. And um, I wrote thousands of poems. <laughs> and I was in poetry school. So I thought it kind of fit, you know. Anyway, sorry, I was bragging. I just, my parents aren't proud of me. So I have to talk into microphones. Because <laughs> after I graduated and I'm like, Mom, I did it all in cash. And she's like, why can't you just put on a silk suit and go down, cover up all those disgusting tattoos and go down to the financial district and find yourself some over 30 non-kids, not married guy. Go to church, Pam, and find some guy to take care of you. And I was like, the, you know, I do it, but none of them like uh, finding me smoking pot in the bathroom. So that's <laughs> embarrassing for everyone. Okay, that's my time. That was four minutes. Okay, yay, Luca Branches did it come. Yay, Dan, you can have three minutes. Ready, go. Dan Guan. Dan Guan. Yay. Hey, thanks a lot, everybody. That's, uh, yeah, this, uh, this is a spontaneous do mic since I was just coming from dinner, so appreciate it, y'all. Um, uh, my full name's Daniel, but I actually changed it to Dan when I moved here. And the way I explain it is uh, I figured it's like the social network. Uh, you just drop the yell, it just gets a better, better ring to it, you know? So. All right, one person gets it. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, we dating, guys? We dating here? Anybody dating here? That was the, Yeah, that sounds like dating. Yep, one, one low woo. Uh, I think dating is hard, especially like for me, because I was born in 1996, and that's like the cost of being a millennial and a Gen Z person. So I really strictly don't date people one year below me, because that means that they put some in Gen Z, and then I just feel like every day I go into is going to be put on TikTok afterwards. Can't be doing that at all. Um, worst part about also dating as, a, as an Asian person, especially as an Asian guy, is that I feel like my non-Asian friends assume that I have a type. Like, my, all my white friends all come up to me and they'll go and say, hey man, you went to Vietnamese Jenny? Hey, what about Korean Eunice? Alright, what about Chinese Jen? I'm like, you just think that like we all just are into Asian women. But then I just realized that that's when all my friends are telling me they have an Asian fetish. So that's what, what I realized. There you go, that was a slow burn right there. Alright, that's cool, that's cool. Um, most people in the room know this about me. Uh, I'm actually from Boston. Um, and I think dating, as a, when you tell people on dates that you're from Boston, a lot of girls will come up and they'll just say, hey, come on, like, do the accent. And I don't like doing the accent. One, because I think it's, it's, a, it's just really hard to put, a, put one up. But I also am just more afraid about what I'm going to become when I have the accent. So girls will always just come up to me and they'll be like, do the accent, do the accent. I'm like, no, I can't. No, do the accent. No, I really shouldn't. Please, do the accent. What, are you fucking retarded? Like, I just can't do it. I don't want to become that at all. I left, I left that city for a reason. Um, how much time do I have left, Pam? I was trying to do a quick, all right, that's like one, one last minute. Uh, all right, cool. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, my parents are immigrants. Uh, they, immigrated from, they immigrated from China, and then they moved to a place called Canton, Massachusetts. Uh, and when I first moved there in high school, the teachers were telling me that the legend of the town name was that when the founders came, they believed that if you dug a hole right beneath the town, straight through the Earth's core, you'll literally right end up in Canton, China. And I was laughing because I was like, dude, that's so crazy because <laughs> my dad flew here straight from there. Like, y'all ever heard of airplanes? I think they get you there directly in one piece. All right, I've been Dan Guan. Y'all be dope. Thanks so much. Yay, Daniel Guan. Hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, just to remind you, Guinevere Q, um, her new solo album was playing in the fills tonight. And and uh, check her out on the Spotify and all that stuff. And this has been really fun, and I really thank you all for staying and being really supportive of one another in the late evening and everyone who was here the whole time. 
All right. There's another open mic a couple blocks from here at the Black and Brown Club on Valencia and in between 16th and 15th. It goes from 7 to 10. So if anyone's going over there, I'm actually going to quickly like bunny chop chop this up and then get over there if anyone wants to walk with me. Okay. Yay. Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag dabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am a total fraud. Lori 